Next on BYU Sports Nation, a look at BYU's inside linebackers. Who's the standout at this point in camp? We continue our Wednesday celebration of the 1984 National Championship team with Glenn Kozlowski plus... A Logan takeover! Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. And now from Studio B, your host... Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. What is up, BYU Sports Nations on your radio, TV, and other media machines presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Wednesday, August 13th, Jerem Jordan and the aforementioned Brian Logan. I imagine that when you played corner at BYU, that that was what happened when you ran on to the field was what we just saw. Logan, take over! Take over. You I, could, I, I had my biceps flex, though. That's what I did instead. <laughs> Logan, take over. You just throw it my way. You just couldn't hear it because of the marching band and fireworks and stuff like that. And the mouthpiece. That was in my mouth. And the mouthpiece. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Wherever and however you're joining us, uh, great to have you with us. I finally saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles last night in the theaters. I'm I'm excited to see it. You're excited to see it. I am. We, We are children of the 90s that really enjoyed that cartoon. Let me say this. Wait till Redbox to see it. No, no kill you, kill no, my spirits, no, man. No, you can go see it in theaters. Just it's not, it, it's not a, um, it's not that good. But it's the Ninja Turtles, and it was awesome, and it was entertaining. Do you see the difference? Man, I'm sad, man. You're making me so sad. I love Ninja Turtles. You can go listen. It's not The Dark Knight. It's not Inception. It's not even Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what I mean? It's not like, hey, that was a really good movie. Like. I enjoyed that a lot. Ninja I'd, Turtles. I'd give that an 8 out of 10 or something, you know? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'd give it like a 4 or 5 out of 10. But listen, listen. It was fun. I'm glad I saw it in the theaters. But if you want to save some dough, wait till Redbox. That's all I'm saying. Save some dough. Every time I watch Ninja Turtles, I want to eat some pizza. Like yes. Pepperoni. Yes. Every time. They take a different angle <laughs> on uh, the relationship uh, between April O'Neil and the Turtles. Oh, I, stop I, right there. I kind of like it. Don't kill it. Don't kill it for when me. When Megan Fox is the lead, uh, the lead actor, it just has a roof. I'm sorry. It's not going to be that high. <laughs> let's be honest. So uh, check that out. Hey, join our conversation today 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN with today's Twitter t- question. Which position group has you most concerned at this point of BYU fall camp? First tweet coming in from at Jerem's mustache. Okay. <laughs> Probably the O-line. They weren't the best last year, and they have the most to prove. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Mm. What do you think? I would have to say the quarterbacks. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Taysom Hill, I don't know if the guy's I got it. I don't know about him, man. He's looking too ripped. He's throwing too accurately. I don't know. No, no. I, I would have to say it would, I would have to say inside linebackers. Okay. We will break that down. Have to. In depth here in a moment. BYU Sports Nation is simulcast in beautiful radio vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. So rise and shout. It's time for what's trending. What's trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. The big question at inside linebacker. I would say the biggest unknown right now is still who is going to be our two inside backers. Mm. Honestly, that's what I say. I think we have good prospects. You don't know quite who's going to be the guy that steps up, but it seems like every year there's a guy that steps up. That was outside linebackers coach Kelly Papinga on BYU Sports Nation July 9th answering the question, what's the biggest unknown? He said inside linebackers. Today is practice 13 of 29 prior to BYU's first game against Connecticut. One-third of the way through, and to me and you, still the biggest question mark for BYU is inside linebacker. Manoa Pikula at the buck and Zach Stout at the mic. Out of spring, penciled in as the starters. Easily. 
These guys haven't practiced. Manoa Pikula has not practiced once. However, last night he tweeted something uh, that made it sound like he is going to practice today. Uh, and that tweet said, I'm, I've been truly blessed. Time to put in work. He took care of academics. It sounds like he's going to practice today. Zach Stout uh, nursing a hamstring injury. He practiced, I think, the first two or three practices. He's been out ever since. This is a big concern for me because, Brian, the, of the importance of those two inside linebacker positions in BYU's defense. Yeah, this is, this is huge, huge. I mean, you, you, you talk about the role that these guys play in, in this position. Uh, first of all, it's the, the, they're the leaders of the defense. Uh, you know, people like to say the safety is, uh, but in, in this, Wait, in this Kyle defense, Van Noy wasn't the leader of the defense. False. No. Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't. And you know, the main reason why is because of uh, them being another coach. You know, the inside linebackers, usually the Mike is another coach. He has to know the playbook. He has to get the guys aligned, uh, you know, properly before the snap. He, he does all the pre-snap reads, uh, and so he's 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 getting guys uh, ready to play. Uh, and, and then not only that, you, you you talk about the role of the outside linebackers, right? And in, in, in a three four defense, their job is to funnel everything back to the inside, to the sure, mic and the, the buck, to the mic and the buck. That's why you have guys like Wani Unga getting a hundred and thousand million tackles. That's a lot. <laughs> each. Each uh, each each year. That, that's why every year BYU's uh, middle linebacker has the, the the most tackles because of that of of how it's ran. And so if you got if you don't have a a middle linebacker uh, that is is solid is, is stout and that can is Zach stout is that Zach what you mean by yeah, that? That's exactly He's what I meant by that. Bred to play inside linebacker. Oh yeah, he is. I mean, the way he played in spring, absolutely phenomenal. I was excited. I mean, obviously with the story and everything. But uh, just just how he can t- bounce back and and look like he gained weight, he got faster and quicker, and and, and so it, it is concerning not seeing them playing. I mean, yeah, they, they have some time to to get back, and but still, let's Ugh. go. There there is an acclimation Ugh. period of five days, five practices, I should say, before yep. you can actually don full pads. Manopikula, if he's practicing today, BYU goes uh, two practices today, uh, thirteen and fourteen then he can get two of those five. But th- the concern is that the guys that you had penciled in aren't even there quite yet. Yep. Now it is only one-third of the way through. So let's talk about some of the other guys in the mix. The Mike linebacker specifically, that's the one you referenced that's making calls. Zach's, here's the four guys at that position. Zach Stout, Austin Heater, a return missionary who redshirted before his mission. Sioni Takitaki, contrary to popular belief, has been on the team since day one. And Va'a Niumatololo the uh, son of the head coach for Navy. Those are the four guys at Mike. At Buck, Manoa Pikula, Jeremiah Leuta-Doyer, the hardest name to pronounce on the team probably, and Harvey Lange. More on Lange in a moment. Those seven guys are the guys that are going to play inside linebacker this year, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Oh, are we doing the dance? Dancing, I never man. do the dance with Spencer. I'll do it with you. Got it. I got it. Got it. Did I nail we it? Got it. Thank you, you got it, man. 79. BYU's inside linebackers have combined for 79 career tackles. That makes me a little nervous. Ooh, man. I, I, you, there's some talent there. They just haven't done it on the field. It's, play it's the experience. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. I mean, you, you take a look at a guy like Manoa, right, who, ha, who played a little bit last year. Uh, he 40 kinda, career tackles yeah. for Manoa. Wani Unga had 143 by himself last what, year. And what, and what did Wani what what have before? 
he started? 27, 28 so, tackles. So it kind of reminds me of Manoa. Of, of Manoa. Yeah, right. I feel the same Pla- way. You know, made some plays, had some a sack here or there, fumble recovery. And so, I, I you know, that, 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 that doesn't concern me too much. But you, you still would like to have a guy that, that was in that backup role uh, get his feet wet as a as a starter, a penciled in starter with the first team defense, because there's a lot of chemistry that's going on that you have to that you have to create and establish. You know, with, what's the guy going to do on the right side of me? What, what, what's what's the guy to my left? What's he going to do? How are these guys in front of me? How are they going to play? How do how how are they going to handle certain situations? You know, and same thing with the, with the DBs behind me. How do I know I could? You know, it's all about trust. Can I trust yeah. these guys and to how, do this? How can you be trusted or trust if you haven't been out at practice? Exactly. It's been a third of the way through, and if I'm the Mike linebacker, Zach Stout, I haven't been out there. Yeah. Have so, I earned the trust in spring? Uh, and then some of these freshmen and return missionaries that, I haven't played with. That is the concern, not the talent. The talent is there. The concern is is the is the trust, the chemistry, and can you guys all gel? Can you have eleven guys, you know, with one purpose and one goal and gel together and 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 be successful? So we're talking about seven guys to play two spots on the field: Mike linebacker and Buck linebacker. The big excitement associated with this position, however, is Harvey Lange, the transfer from Utah, played running back before his mission who, if he's going to go to the NFL at some point, probably has a better chance at linebacker than running back. I imagine that weighed into the decision. This guy is ripped and cut and ready. The only problem is he just barely got back from a mission. So BYU can't throw him out there fully. It would be dangerous for his health to do so. Yeah, yeah. You know, Coach Mendenhall I think, and, and the coaching staff, they, they've done a great job this year with, you know, guys coming back and saying, hey, we're going to give you some limited access, you know, when you're returning off your mission. you got those mission lays, guys are pulling hamstrings and, you know, tearing muscles. And so, yeah, they, they, they don't want to, even if, it's, if it is a need. So maybe if, if, if things, uh, you know, don't, don't fall the right way or, or, or don't go as planned, I mean, we probably still won't see him for another, you know, three weeks as far as a, uh, an established starter. Right, maybe He's getting some the rotation ones a little bit. Yeah, right, which is exciting. Which it, it is, and, and you're getting rotations, and that's great. But I mean, how limited is he going to be? How much reps is he going to have? And so, what I what I think coaches should start doing is maybe looking at some other options because the other guys that you mentioned are are young; they don't have the experience, and 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 we don't really know uh, about one the senior level. in that group. Right, one right. senior, and, and, and we don't really know too much about the Stop. talent. Right. We're not sure. Not, we're not sure about the talent. So with, the, with, with Zach and Manoa, we know the talent's there. But with these other guys, we don't know about the talent, and they don't have the experience. So what, what, what can you do? Do you start looking to guys like Michael Lisa, some of these outside Last linebackers? Last year, Spencer Hadley was moved from uh, Sam linebacker to one of the inside positions. Yep. Uh, to Buck, I believe. Yeah. So that Alani Fu could get on the field. So maybe there's a chance that happens this year. How good is Harvey Longy? I don't know. But here's what his inside linebacker coach Paul Tidwell says about his expectations this year. He already has made an impact on fall camp. And this season we're hoping that he will make a huge impact. He's very athletic, very vocal. Um, he's already taken a leadership role in our position room. And, um, you know, it's a new position for him. But right now he's running with the ones. Interesting. Interesting that he is a leader, leader already in that room. I like that. Leadership. So questions at inside linebacker, some talented dudes in there. 
We'll see what they've got. So now we turn it to you. Which position group has you most concerned at this point of BYU fall camp? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At TashaLynn19, all the groups that score points. So offense and kickers. And the groups that prevent the other team from scoring points. Sorry, points. Hashtag not well cogitated. Okay, so everyone. Thank you for everyone. your thank you for, staff. Thank you for your specificity. At Crazy Cook Fanatic. Equipment manager. <laughs> Bus driver. Special teams. In the uh, past couple of years, several losses could have been wins with better special teams execution. I'm right there. It's not it's number two for me in biggest question. It's a great point. Yeah. Especially you, you go back to and you look at I mean if you look at special teams as a whole and not just the kickers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the bowl game last year against Washington, mm, you know. It changes the game. Oh, if you make some in that second quarter, Field BYU position. dominated but didn't score a point. Field position, I mean, that that just hurts your heart as a defense, you know. When you, when you see somebody run down the sideline, you didn't give up those points. you got to blame it on somebody else. Oh, no, that's not us. <laughs> that's not us, media. That's them. But it goes on your stats it of does. scoring defense. It does. Isn't that the worst? At Y for Life, the suspended, suspended injured group. Rumors fly that more is to come, and we've already lost a few key players. Yeah, right now, Jamal Williams, Devon Blackman suspended for UConn. I'm not going to speculate as who else is going to get suspended. Hopefully no one else. Hopefully no one else. What you can hopefully prevent is injuries. What, 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 and those will still happen. So, I'm telling yeah. you, someone else is going to get hurt in fall camp. It just happens. It's a good, that's a good concern and whatnot. I would be more concerned if it was against Texas. Yes. Or it's UConn, Utah. No, nah, I'm just playing. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's UConn. You know, I mean, UConn's not a horrible school, but at the same time, you know, they're they're not, they're, they're not going to you know send 500 people to the NFL this year. Yeah. So. Uh, by the way, how about that sign in uh, Cedar City that BYU marketing put up that said "Welcome to Utah" and it has the BYU logo. Welcome. Oh, uh, you know, I saw that. That's awesome. And then uh, some Utah fans uh, photoshopped that and said, "We can't beat Utah." We can't make it to a bowl game. Sorry, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. No, keep going. At Eric Eric Biggert, special teams. Returners are suspended or hurt. Still no uh, place kicker. Great teams have reliable kickers. Just ask Bama. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Also trending in BYU Sports Nation, Ziggy Ansah back in practice. That's great. Ziggy. Awesome. Hey, coming up, we've talked about the inside linebackers. Next, we'll find out more from the coach's perspective. We go Cougar Camp All Access with inside linebacker coach Paul Tidwell. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Logan, take over! BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan live from Studio B at the BYU Broadcasting Building. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. And now download the podcast on iTunes and subscribe to the RSS feed of the program. Our Twitter question today, which position group has you most concerned at this point of BYU fall camp? We are one-third of the way through August 13th, BYU's 13th practice today, at Natron17. That's a good Twitter name. It is. I am most concerned about the kicker and special teams. A missed kick leads to missed points, which leads to losses. Yeah. Inside linebackers for me, number one, but right there, number two is kickers. Yeah, it's got to be the kicker. I we we talked about this in what 2012 when 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 Swanson was was hurt. Yeah, and you and you and, went one and four in games decided by seven points or less. Yep, and you look at the year before when he was healthy. BYU was, uh, I believe, four and one in so, those games and won ten games. Right, 
It changes the game. It changes the whole season. Yeah. You, look at look at really good teams. They they have good kickers. It, it's that's just how it is. We've been breaking down the inside linebacker position. Our biggest question mark and most concern at any position group. We went two on one as we continue Cougar Camp All Access with Paul Tidwell. We are getting you ready for the BYU football season with insider access to fall camp. This is Cougar Camp All Access on BYU Sports Nation. Cougar Camp All Access here with inside linebackers coach Paul Tidwell. Coach, uh, a number of your coaches have told us that the position group you coach, the inside linebackers, are the biggest question mark entering fall camp. After you've been able to watch them over 12 practices, do you feel like some of the questions are starting to get answered? They are. Yeah, they're starting to get answered, and um, I think confidence is building. There's still a lot to do, a lot to learn. Um, still some guys to take a look at. Um, we're minus a couple players right now. Hopefully uh, by the end of tomorrow at least we'll have everybody back, maybe as early as Thursday morning at the latest. So, yeah, there's the questions are being answered, hopefully. Can you update us on Zach Stout and Manoa Picula? Zach Stout um, is, had, had a hamstring early and he will be supposedly back either tomorrow afternoon or Thursday morning. Manoa, uh, all his work is done. He had to make up some incompletes. All his work's done. We're just waiting on the grades to be posted and the administration to post his, to his grades. But, um, and we're hoping that would be today, and so we might have him back as early as tomorrow morning. Bronco Mendenhall has been very complimentary of Harvey Longy, a guy who's coming off a mission, has been home that long. How much of an impact can Harvey make on this football season? Well, he, he already has made an impact on fall camp, and this season we're hoping that he will make a huge impact. He's very athletic very vocal um, he's already taken a leadership role um, you know in our in our position room and um, you know it's a new position for him but right now he's running with the ones uh, so we're trying to get him as many reps as possible without wearing his body out uh, like for example yesterday afternoon he didn't practice we're just trying to keep his legs stre- uh, strong and not overworked but he's gonna, he's gonna make an impact we're excited about him how do you know how much you can play him, given how recently he came back from a mission, if he's capable? Um, usually return missionaries, they're all different. Um, body types, um, what kind of shape they've come back in and uh, while they were on their missions. Some of them have a little more freedom to work out, and some body types are adapt, adapt faster than others. Um, but, man, he came back with 10% body fat, uh, muscled up. Um, First day, he looked like he had been working out all off off season. Um, so, we're pushing him, and um, we'll push him as much as we think his body can handle, and then resting him when we think he needs it. How often do you see something like that when a player comes back with 10% body fat? I can't imagine it's too common, right? It, it's not too common. Um, you know, the last one I can I can think of really was Bronson Kafusi. He came back about the same time, a week or so before camp started. And, uh, you know, we limited his reps and his time. And, you know, by the first game, he, was, he had a role and he was playing. And that's what we're hoping that Harvey will do as well. Have Zach and Manoa, um, I guess, earned a place to where you kind of know what they bring? They still need to work hard. But, or, or is it up for grabs, those two inside linebackers? Play? Well, we're, you know, it's, I think it's, it's always up for grabs. And we're going we're gonna to travel and play the you know the top four maybe we go as deep as six playing 
if they know their assignments and they're capable. Um, Zach hasn't played for a long time. He played in the spring and proved that he's, you know, one of the top inside backers. And um, Manoa's going to have to work himself into shape, and and uh, I hope he's working out. But uh, he'll have to get himself in shape. So nothing's going to be handed to anybody. They're going to have to earn it. A guy we haven't mentioned is Jeremiah Leuta Duyer. He had a good scrimmage. Uh, what kind of uh, a role will he play play on this year's ones or twos? I am so impressed the way you said his name. <laughs> Thank you. I worked on that for a long time. I still I just call him Maya. So. <laughs> Uh, Jeremiah is very steady. Uh, he learned a new position in the spring. Um, he's getting better at, with reps. So he, he is a very steady, um, reliable, and he's physical and a- athletic. Um, still learning, but uh, he'll play a role for us as well. Trying to replace Wani Unga, who had a ton of tackles. You faced you know, 238 more plays and whatnot, so there are opportunities for tackles. Do you expect one of your guys to be the leading tackler on the team, given the scheme of the defense? That's what I tell them. You know, I do expect them to be the leading tacklers on the team, and and you know that's that's how it's been, um, and that's nothing to do with anything other than the way the position is. They're in the middle of things, and they're expected to make tackles and, and be around the football and make plays. And I tell them that on day one. You know, I I don't tell it for tell them that for stats or for any other reason that that's their job. You know, as an inside backer, you need to be around the football and you should make a lot of plays. What is the ultimate goal for your position group this season? Do you, do you set numbers and standards, and, and if so, what are those goals that you want to reach as the inside linebackers? Well, I think the number one thing is chemistry and to build chemistry and, and leadership, um, not only in our position room but with the team. And, again, that goes with the position. Um, they're very, they've got to be very vocal. They've got to be leaders. Similar to what a quarterback does on offense, you know, the free safety, the inside backers have to do that on defense. So their role, their goals is to bring the team together, bring the defense together specifically, and then just have great chemistry and build on that chemistry. I saw you out uh, with the players with the jugs machine. Yep. How, how did, would you assess your performance there? Today I was very weak uh, on the jugs machine. <laughs> I noticed. I have done that for the last three practices and hadn't dropped any until today. Just when we were watching. I didn't know that you were watching, but <laughs> I jumped in, and um, I was. it was a very poor performance today. What are you going to do to improve? I've got to back up, I think, a little bit so the, <laughs> so the ball's not coming quite so fast. My reaction time's not what it used to be. <laughs> we should get some gloves for you, too. The receivers gloves, have gloves, right? Gloves would help. Gloves would help. Okay. Yeah. Coach, great talking to you. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Cougar Camp All Access with Paul Tidwell. Coming up tomorrow, by the way, Trent Trammell, one of the cornerbacks, one of your homies. Uh, we're going to talk with him about uh, his role in the BYU defense. A couple messages I got from that. Uh, Manoa Pikula, hopefully he's been working out. <laughs> did you hear so, the tone? Sorry, hopefully? Did you hear the tone? He was talking. To, oh, hopefully he's, hopefully he's working out. Like a <laughs> sense of urgency there. He got all scared. He's your leading returning tackler at inside linebacker. The other one, Harvey Lange. It sounds like he's going to have a role on this year's team. He's running with the ones. Yeah, he, it sounds like he's he's definitely going to play. The way he's talking about Harvey, it wouldn't surprise me if he eventually, eventually uh, becomes the starter. I wouldn't be surprised either. I just have a little bit of concern of, can he take it physically? 10% body fat. He looks crazy good uh, in shape. 
uh, vocal leader. Those are the makings of a starter, yeah. for sure. Yeah, it, it definitely. I think it, I think it starts leadership first. I mean, it's it's one thing to lead by example, but to be vocal and, and wait, let me take a step back to be a newcomer. And then be vocal, like yeah, I'm running, I'm running this. You know, it's like at who, the position and school. To, yeah, to to I mean to have that confidence that shows true leadership. Most people in a new setting are gonna you know kind of be quiet, kind of fill it out. Let me get to know these guys first. Let me establish some friendships, right? Because in leadership roles, you're you're kind of hey, what are you doing? Let's go, come on, come on, let's go, let's go get it. And so for him to do that, you know, you kind of get you kind of get insecure and nervous because you're like. You're like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, I'm, I'm a new guy. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be saying that. But that shows leadership right there. That's the. That's the first step. But I heard too that he was working out three months before he came back home, which kind of explains the ten percent body fat. Yeah, there is time so, on a mission now to, to work out. Like what, when I went out, they barely put that in play. When I this is ten years ago, like okay, you have thirty minutes. Maybe you got an hour. I don't know. He looks great. If he's in better shape, maybe he can play yeah. more than if the regular return missionary. How do you test it, though? Ooh, I don't know. That, that, how do you test that's, it? That's what sort of that's scares me. I part. don't want a guy to get hurt. Troy yeah. Hines is in the same position at outside linebacker. Yep. Really talented backup. But at inside linebacker, because there's inexperience, he's got a shot to legitimately play and play soon. I hope Stout and Pikula play a lot and play early and that Longy can have the chance to kind Sometimes of Sometimes you just got to roll the dice, Jerem. Yes, you do. Got to roll in it. Uh, our Twitter question today, which position group has you most concerned at this point of BYU fall camp? At Johnny B underscore 56, the D-line. Mm, Coach Howell's mm. comments the other day about problems stopping the run worries me. It all starts with the D-line. Yeah, it does. For everything, from the linebackers, then it trickles down to the secondary because the D-line can't put pressure on the quarterback. Uh, then the you know quarterback can throw all day, every day. That's a problem. Yeah, it's that would horrible. be a problem. You get touchdowns caught on you, especially if you're 5'6". Yes. Yes. You wouldn't know about that. You're 5'9". <laughs> Coming up, Glenn Kozlowski from the 84 National Championship team. This is BYU Sports Man. This is Bronco Mendenhall, and you are in BYU Sports Nation. Thanks, Bronco. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Hey, don't forget, women's... Oh, yeah, with Spencer Linton and Jeremy Jordan. Yeah, that's why you don't just read. Pull the Ron Burgundy there. Jeremy Jordan and Brian Logan. You know, I wasn't here. even correct. I was. I wasn't even going to correct you. You're man. Like, wait, what? I just sat there. Listen, and I want smart. you to correct me. Nope. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Women's okay. soccer coming up this fall on uh, BYU TV and BYU Radio. Spencer Linton's on the call on that. Maybe that's what. That's what. It, that's what it was. Spencer okay. Linton, the play-by-play. Eight games this fall, starting August 25th, 7:30 Eastern Time. BYU versus Washington State from the mighty Pac-12. Ooh. The blue and white game. Uh, it's tonight for BYU women's soccer, by the way. Uh, we've been talking about inside linebackers. We've been uh, the most concerned group uh, from BYU uh, this season. Uh, weigh in on Twitter, hashtag BYUSN. Who is it for you? At Matthew W. Evans. Kicking game. A lot of kicking game. Yep, I still have flashbacks from the disasters of 2012. Hashtag kicking wins games. It's maybe the most underrated position on a football team. I think it is. You know, kickers are people... People too, you know. I hear that. I I hear that a lot from the (laughs) non-kickers. Like they have to defend the kicker. Awesome. A guy that wasn't a kicker, but a receiver on the uh, 1984 national championship team. As we continue our celebration, 30 years later on BYU Sports Nation, Glenn Kozlowski. Glenn, great to have you on the program. How are things in Illinois today? 
You know what? It's kind of warm and kind of sunny, so that's a first for us in a while. Fantastic. We've been uh, talking to various guys every Wednesday, uh, talking about the 84 team, Marv Allen, uh, one of those guys, uh, telling us always great stories. And, and a guy who ended up moving to Illinois uh, to help coach some high school football. What's that relationship been like with a former teammate from that 84 team? You know, it's been great. Dave and I were roommates on the road. Sorry, and, David and, Mills, uh, yeah. David Mills. Yeah, so yeah, Dave Mills and I were roommates on the road. And so we made a, a, a deal. Our, uh, it was his senior year, my junior year in 1984, that if either one of us ever got a head coaching job in high school, the other would come out and coach with him. So I got the job first, so he came out. And then, you know, we, the deal was is that once we turned the program around, he would take it over and I would – uh, uh, leave and take a new job and of course being who I am I immediately took a job in the conference so we could compete against each other <laughs> nice. more interesting and fun <laughs> he mentioned that you've met five times and that uh, he's had the best of you you know three two but you've won the last two so I'm wondering in your opinion yeah, who well, owns the I series mean, yeah well I mean basically the uh, his first three victories were with my the kids that I had had taught the game of football with so you coached them you, coach them up. you, get, you gotta get credit <laughs> yeah, for that were, you know the the juniors and seniors especially the first two years were my kids so you know the since it has become his program he's owing two so you do the math <laughs> you yep you do the math absolutely a lot of fun stories come out of 1984 that's been maybe the most uh the best part about talking to uh, many of your teammates from that year one of those uh stories that came out a uh, a couple weeks ago was one particular practice for some reason Robbie Bosco decided he wasn't going to throw you a pass you were going to have zero catches in a particular practice I'm wondering what the motivation for that was and what your reaction was to that well I mean who knows what rolls around in Robbie's little brain (laughs) you know uh, probably we were roommates his freshman year well actually we were roommates for three days and he ran out immediately because he thought I was a trained killer or something or a thug or something <laughs> like that. I just scared him. And so that was probably it. No, we, we would always have fun with each other. And I made the, the um, cocky, ignorant decision to think that I could actually torment the quarterback who controlled the football on every play. And so it didn't work out very well for me because, quite frankly, he just didn't throw the ball to me the entire day. So, uh yeah, it was a tough day. My nostrils were flaring, and yeah, I, I would. I, every receiver thought they were open always, but I always thought I was open, and so uh, you know it was bothersome to say the least. But uh, I learned from that point on to suck up to Robbie because, quite frankly, I didn't want another <laughs> day like that. Right. So yeah, no, it was. You know, it was. We always had a lot of fun, and it was just one of those things. I I thought that I tried to get everybody else to not talk to him, and of course, Robbie turned it on me by. Uh, not throwing the ball to me. So I figured out quickly that he had the ultimate control. And just for the record, kickers are not people, and kickers are not football players. <laughs> oh, They're man. kickers. Don't tell, don't I tell mean, them you know, that. Look, you're sweating, you're bleeding, you're bloody for 59 minutes. And I'm talking about at the pro game uh, in college. I think it's 12. And, and then this guy goes running out there with a clean uniform, and if he misses, you want to kill him. If he makes it, you ignore him. That's right. <laughs> and, that is right. And sometimes Basically. he doesn't have a shoe like your uh, buddy Lee Johnson. Well, Lee was Lee was really, I mean, he was a great athlete and just a complete goof. So he was okay. Like, you know, if you're that goofy, then you're cool. But then you know, you're, a lot of them are person. like corky weird. You know, he was, 
He was just weird. You know, yeah, so. most, most kickers are weird, though. Well, well I yeah, of course yeah. they are. I think, but I think, I think, I think, Glenn. You know, as as players, I think we do it to them because we sh- we shut them off socially that they become weird because they have nobody to talk to. They have no friends. <laughs> that might, you know, that's probably a good observation. I never I thought it of it that way. But Lee was so, you know, he was just so bizarre that you you, <laughs> you just had to embrace him because he would just he would he would just baffle me every day with. Stupid talk, and I'm like, okay, I like you because I don't understand what you're saying to me. Yesterday, so, at, yeah, Lee was entertainment. Glenn, yesterday entertainment. at practice, okay. we're on the balcony uh, watching practice. Some of the media, and the, uh, the speakers are roaring with some country song that I was unfamiliar with. And all of a sudden, I hear this voice above me just singing at the top of his lungs, <laughs> at, uh, and I turn, and it's Lee Johnson just <laughs> roaring from is. the balcony. Yeah, that's still going. You know, look, the guy played for forever in the the National Football League. So, I mean, just a he, he really was you know, kind of like Ray Guy, where he was just a tremendous athlete. I can remember one. I mean, I've seen him punt the ball 120 yards, literally 120 yards. I mean, that was in practice. But the guy would just mash it, and so you know, guys like that, you 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 accept them because they're they're difference makers. You know, and you love the difference makers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They could, they could uh, make it or break it for you. Uh, Glenn, I was looking at some, some highlights here um, on the screen. Just looking at all, your, all of your catches, what uh, is, 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 I would say, the, the, the biggest catch uh, that you remember in your career? That would be my wife, my <laughs> nice. sophomore year. Point um, you know, I still, I still try to figure out exactly how I tricked her into marrying me. But yeah, that would be my greatest catch, and my biggest catch was my wife. No that's like that's like it. twenty points right now. She's wow. listening. She's listening, isn't, isn't she? That's a veteran move. Glenn, man. Is, 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 no, she doesn't. Is she, she's is she so listening right now, me now and ignoring me that she no, she's 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 not around. So, but no, that that is you know the truth is that. Uh, I enjoyed winning a heck of a lot more than I ever did care about catches or numbers or stats. And, you know, what that was what was kind of cool about our team in general. You know, guys wanted the ball because we wanted to win, not because we wanted to pad our stats. So, you know, when people ask me my best catch, I don't know. I don't really care. I'm more proud of the fact that, you know, I was on the team when we won 28 games in a row. Yeah. Um, you know, over that course of time. So that mattered a heck of a lot more to me than any of the other things. Legendary wide receiver Glenn Kozlowski on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, Glenn, 30 years since the national championship. What's been kind of the, the major fallout uh, and effect on your life from winning that? You know, really not a lot. I kind of, you know, I've never put on a, a ring. I've, I've, you know, it was never? kind of funny because I, no, nah, you know, it's like what you did yesterday doesn't matter and pretty much nobody cares. So, um, no, I just never have. I never really thought about it. It probably means more now, you know, looking back as I start to become a, a, grand, a grandpa six times over and, you know, have all these granddaughters now. But uh, it means more now probably from just going, wow, that was pretty cool that we did that. But at the time, we just kind of expected to do it. And it wasn't uh, something that I ever thought about. It really, you know, the rings and everything else, I think I – you know, because I have, I, I, I started all four years, and, and other than the one year where they threw me out of school, and 
and and rightfully so, I might add. But you know, I, I had all the rings on one day, and and then I had the Bears when they when you retire and and you give your body parts, they give you alumni rings. So I had the five rings on my finger, and I was looking. I'm like, man, it's pretty cool. So, but you know, it was the first time I ever put it on my fingers. You know, any of the rings. So. You have the unique distinction, I believe, of having played college football with Jim McMahon and in the NFL with Jim McMahon, with the Chicago Bears. Which quarterback was better? Uh, the uh, college quarterback, Jim McMahon, was by far the better. By the time I got to the Bears, he was a little goofy. You know, he was goofy in college. But you he hung was out with really Lee Johnson goofy. too much? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, he was goofier than Lee. I mean, Lee, at <laughs> least every once in a while, he made some sense. Now, Jim was, you know, Jim was Jim. He was a unique character. I, you know, I actually got to play with him, Steve Young, and Robbie Bosco. So I had quite a quarterback trio um, in college and I would say that uh, Jim was by far the best of the three um, even though Steve ultimately you know he's a Hall of Famer in the NFL um, but, you know Jim was the best quarterback that I'd probably ever played with in, in college or pros. Jim yes. uh, he tweeted uh, yesterday or two days ago that he's finishing up his credits at BYU. BYU fans very excited about that because if he actually graduates then he can be in the BYU Hall of Fame. Is that something that uh, you know will be of significance? You think to uh, those guys that played with him to actually get him in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I, I mean, I think the Hall of Fame maybe is a little bit more for the individual player, I suppose. But uh, you know, I think it has more to do with maybe in Jim's case of just finishing something that he started, and and uh, you know, with his own children to say, hey, look, I, I went back and did it, and. I think that's probably part of what drives him. I don't think Jim cares necessarily if he's in the Hall of Fame at BYU as much as he wants to finish what he started. And you know, look, he was he was a spectacular quarterback in college and you know, the reason I went to BYU, I wanted to play with him for a year and you know, I was lucky enough to start and play. So it was uh you know, it was quite a trip for me too to have that experience. Maybe he can use some of the uh the football tutors. You know, he always did anyway, so why not? Yeah, hey, right. leave one available. Might as well. Glenn Kozlowski. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know if he can anymore, but uh, maybe his uh, whoever has taken the test for him, because, you know, it clearly won't be him. <laughs> <laughs> taking the test for him. Well, then, okay. Did you guys have the test center, testing center back then, too? Oh, we did, and I would, uh, you know, every once in a while I'd get called up because my hair was too long or I had three whiskers on my chin. Oh, that happened many. to me all the time. All, yeah, all the you time, know, yeah. and it would, and then I would give myself a haircut, which, you know, I, I was always an ugly guy, but, boy, when I gave myself a haircut, I took ugly to a new level. So, <laughs> oh, you know. that's, that yeah, explains why you, why, why you uh, uh, are, uh, you know, a little bit confused why you got your wife, why you cut her. There you go. Yeah, yeah, well, that is, yeah, that's clearly confusing <laughs> for me. I'm still trying to figure it out, but I just say, hey, I, that's, you know, I got lucky, so you move on. So. Glenn Kozlowski is on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, what are you up to now, Glenn? About 240. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, and my playing weight was 220 in college and in the pro, so I'm at my pro playing weight at 240. So, yeah, what's that's your 40 what I'm time? up to now. Yeah, what's your 40 time? Uh, you know, it's probably like a 9-4 <laughs> now, a 10-5, because I'm not even going to try and run. I'll is that just back, walk Is it. that backpedaling? 
That, that, that no, is... that's just power walking with the nose high in the air and swinging the arms hard. <laughs> well, Glenn, we appreciate the time. It's always fun to talk to uh, different guys from the 84 team. A lot of the stories revolve around you, so finally fun to actually talk to you. Yeah, you know, I got to tell you, just so the, to clear the record up, <laughs> Dave Mills got his name Sluggo yeah. because we were playing cards in his apartment uh, one late, late night, and uh, I walked into his kitchen, and in his sink there was a slug sitting in a sink. And I'm like, how do you get a slug in your sink? And so I picked it up, and it became my pet sluggo, and I named him Dave. And so thus the name <laughs> sluggo. It had nothing to do with his speed, although he was kind of slow, but it really it was everything about the fact that he actually had a slug in his sink, which I'll never quite understand how you could get a slug. I can't even figure out how the slug got in there. He was on the third floor yeah, wait a minute. at Wymount Terrace, and those are brick apartments. I mean, this was a dedicated slug to get all the way up there. That was there. an angel so, in disguise. Well, that certainly changes yeah, the previous so. stories. So, uh, we'll <laughs> yeah, have to, what was that? What was that? That certainly changes the stories we heard in reference to that nickname. It was just speed, but now that we know the real story. Yeah, it was, really, it was all about that. In fact, Lewis Wong was there. There were, uh, I think, Lewis and uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember who, uh, Kurt Cavea. So we were, we were playing cards like we did quite a bit late at night while our wives were working the, the, the graveyard shift. And then, uh, you know, because we couldn't work. I mean, that's the rule, right? It's college football. You can't work. So you have to send your wife out to work. That's right. Yeah, that's how he got his nickname, the slug. So it was sluggo. It wasn't because of his speed or any of the other crazy uh, stories. It was because he had a slug that was in his sink. And quite honestly, I kept it alive the entire 1984 season, that slug. The key to the championship, the slug. Angel in disguise. I I don't know the key. The key was is that I would break the uh, one of the beds on the road on every road game, <laughs> jumping back and forth until the bed broke, and then we'd run out of the room. And that's what we thought was the key to the uh, success of the 84 season. And then Mills would also order uh, room service on uh, – on uh, what's our guy, our our center? Um, I'm losing. I'm, I'm avoiding his name because of all the concussions now. Somebody help me out here. <laughs> Maddox wasn't the center, was it? Yeah, it's uh, Trevor. Oh, Trevor Maddox. So, you know, Dave, we would call the room service to his room, and then Dave would stand in front of his door and sign for it and take it down to our room. So. You know, Trevor would be arguing before we'd leave every Saturday morning about, <laughs> I didn't order room service, and David, I would kind of laugh and get on the bus. And, you know, so I don't know who paid for it, but uh, we sure enjoyed the food. Well, we may need a follow-up because uh, you just opened up a bag of worms to uh, wonderful other stories. But, Glenn, we appreciate the time. Best of luck with everything that's going on in uh, Illinois with you. You got it. I, yeah, I don't know what I, I got going on, but I am 240, so you guys know that. So there Good you go. Good to know. Have a great day. <laughs> Thanks, Glenn. Good to know. Oh, <laughs> All right, see ya. Bye. Glenn Kozlowski, one of a kind, literally. That was fantastic. Pop off. We could have talked all day. Pop off. We didn't even go into his nickname. Nope. Pop mm-hmm. off. The new, the new info regarding uh, David Mills' nickname. Coming up. Brian's Brain Returns. Send in questions for Brian's Brain using hashtag BYUSN. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Friday, September 5th, the two-hour edition of BYU Sports Nation, live from the BYU Store on campus at Brigham. Join us if you're local. We'd love to hang out. If you're not, you get two hours of the show that day. September 5th, noon to... uh, Sorry, noon to 2 Eastern 
on uh, BYU TV and BYU Radio. Okay, we've, uh, we've talked about Brian's brain in the past, right? Brian's brain. If you have a question for Brian's brain, use the hashtag BYUSN. <laughs> we'll try and get it in right now. Because as it's about to be said, Brian demanded it and we give it. Here we go. Brian's brain. You asked for it. Brian demanded it. We're delivering it. <laughs> it's Brian's brain on BYU Sports Nation. This is a dangerous place to go. The Provo Police Department is on standby outside of the studio just in case it gets crazy. Okay, let's start with this. Number one, Brian's brain. Are kickers people? According to my man Glenn, kickers are not people. Kickers should get no love. They are the weirdest people in the world. And because of that, um, they're not people. And and uh, is this Glenn's opinion or Brian's brain? This is this is this is Brian's brain. Brian Brian has a best friend actually, uh, Scott the punter, on the team. Yeah, Scott yeah. Orlando. Yeah, yeah, hangs out with 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 his wife and and uh, kids. But uh, I despise him because because Brian he, or Brian's brain. Brian's brain. Oh, okay. Brian's brain despises him. Wow. Yeah. So Brian's cool with him, but Brian's brain is not. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I hate every time he comes over because he's not a person. Does he, you know? Wow. He Does should, he, he know should, this? He should get no love at all because he can make or break a game. Special teams, no love. That's I was, harsh. I was still thinking about the Virginia game, actually. Oh yeah, of course you would know. point out the weakest moment. Come on, I, I you know the Virginia game, you know. Ten yard punts wow. here and there. I, I'm waiting for like the you know what, but he's fun <laughs> the part because like it's just been hammering Scott Arlano up until this point. So kickers aren't people. Okay, kickers are kick, kickers are people. Kick, wait, we, wait, we they are kickers. now. Kickers, we love kickers. Nope. I I don't even know. Yeah, it's getting crazy. Okay, number two. How often should players tweet in season or during fall camp, for that matter? Uh, never ever. Ever, 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 never, ever, ever. Brian's never, brain, a never, place ever, of hopefully ever, ever, ever. Look, 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 Brian didn't have. Uh, I appreciate Facebook. the third person that works. Brian didn't have Facebook. Brian didn't have Twitter. Or Brian Instagram. wasn't allowed to have Instagram during the season. So, and 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 you look at some of the players, right, from college to NFL, even on the on the, on the BYU football team, and you look at some of the things that they say that they wish they could. Reverse, you can't do it. It's, Don't press it's, you can't, you, you can't do it. And so there was a reason why Bronco didn't allow the players and Brian not to have Twitter, Facebook, and, and social media because of, you know, remarks that can get you in trouble without you even meaning to, to, to say it. Sometimes you get heated in the moment. You're like, oh, man, I hate peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Or kickers aren't people. Or kickers whatever. aren't people. I hate or I, I got suspended for UConn. Or Scott... I hate him when he comes over to Brian Lugger's house. Wow. Do you want him to come <laughs> over ever again? Holy mackerel. Yeah. Devon Blackman's Twitter account deleted, so there won't be any tweets. And finally, I, I heard about someone in your life of significance from the past. that I don't know where he's at. Who is Belo? We're talking to mm. Trent Tremell. He's like, Belo, Belo. I was like, who's Belo? So... Belo is this is a sensitive uh, subject for me because okay. I, I try to keep Belo, who's Brian. Let's take it down enough, It's right. Brian. It's Brian's uh, alter uh, ego, and uh, mm. I, I try to I try to keep him what is, down. What does Belo look like? Uh, Belo had uh, long hair, mm. uh, you know, braids. Um, he he, you know, occasionally wore his uh, fake gold teeth, you know, baggy jeans. 
He was a he was, a he was yeah, yeah. He was he was a he was a he was a character and I have to suppress him every now and then. Sometimes it comes out. Sometimes it comes meetings, out. Sometimes it comes out. We don't want to go down. there. Yeah. We don't want to go there. Bila. See, okay. Brian's getting excited right now. I'm trying to calm him down. Okay. You know, when you, when you talk about Bila. We probably need to calm down right we now. We got to calm it down. We got to okay. calm it down. Get to yeah. a questioner, uh, questioner, a question from listener at uh, CBD6262. Who do you like taking over hashtag BYUSN for more? Spencer Linden or Jeremy Jordan? Brian's brain. What's up? Uh, both. And both that, and that is how we, and that is how we end <laughs> Brian's brain. Another interesting. It should be. It irrational. should be one host. It should be one host, and it should be Brian's brain. Wow. Okay. Brian's brain. I know can do math, which we're about to we're about to do because BYU is getting closer to Connecticut. Countdown to Connecticut. Sixteen days. A week from tomorrow, BYU starts UConn prep seven practices. Seven. Awesome. We we changed the number. Coach Mendel changed the number from eight to. It used to be eight. It used to be eight. Now it's seven. No, seven is so. a great number. It's a great number, and not just because I wore it, but it's a good number. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Coming up, who gets today's rise and shop plus your tweets, plus we're trying to make sure Belo gets out safe. It's a good number in the Bible. Uh, are you going to be okay if Scott comes over? Yes. I love Scott. I love Scott. Oh, Brandon. Brandon. Okay, I love Scott. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Welcome back. Jeremy Jordan, Brian Logan, hanging out. Coming up later this week, Jeff Judkins, women's basketball coach as they prepare to leave for Spain. Former, Jeff, uh, I like Jeff. Former NBA draft pick. And Cougar Camp All Access with Trent Trammell. That's going to be good. Coach JJ. Coach JJ? Yeah. Jordan Johnson? Nope. Coach JJ. What? That's his name. Oh, oh I thought we were still on Trent Trammell. Yeah. Nobody cares about Trent. What? Man, Scott Orlando and now Trent Jamal. I'm just playing Trent. Love you. Today's Rise and Shout is brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Rise and Shout goes to Ziggy Ansah. Back at practice. Awesome. With the Lions. That's that's Nursing exciting. his shoulder. That's exciting. I, I would give mine to uh, Scott's wife because she, <laughs> she hit me on Twitter <laughs> yeah, and damage, said, damage you are shady. You are shady. Look, that's my brain. It's my brain speak. <laughs> I can't control the brain. Uh-oh. The bra- I, I still love you guys. Lexi and Scott, you are welcome anytime. Brain's getting loose. Hey, He's thanks to loose. Paul Tidwell, Glenn Kozlowski, and our whole crew. Show's on demand on BYUsportsNation.com and BYUtv.org slash DVR. Throw stuff. For Brian Logan, I'm Jeremy. Jordan, shout out to my Dustin shirt, Johnson. My shirt's too small. Your sports nation back at it tomorrow. <laughs> Road trip. <laughs> you gotta stop lifting, bro. <laughs>